0: There is a place in the city with the presence of the holy Godwell. Dear listener, please take a moment and join us as we journey into the life-changing Word of God Coming from the Bridge Network This message will equip you with practical solutions for everyday living Resulting in an excellent and outstanding life You're welcome to the Bridge Network the bridge network experience the kingdom but let me run through this powerpoint i didn't make this powerpoint uh it's from a company called i i, I made the powerpoint but i so i took it from a company called the happymanager.com very interesting thing and, and this is what he said whenever you want to do any project in this world you should always start with the end in mind whether you want to get married or you want to have a birthday party or you want to have a Sunday service or you want to uh, start a business or you want to um, whatever you should always start with where you're going am I making sense and that's what God does the Bible says he finishes before he starts that is the nature of your father I don't know if you got the point that I'm making Our problem for most of us is that we don't have a clear definition. And what we're asking you to write a personal vision statement is that we're actually asking you to look at the end of your life and walk backwards. Bible says, teach us to number our days. Why? Because then we will apply our heart to wisdom. In other words, when my days are not numbered, I don't apply wisdom. When I don't have a goal, I don't have a destination, when I don't have an end. For instance, if I ask anybody, what is the purpose of getting married? You will find out that most young people are focused on their wedding, not their marriage. So they spend an enormous amount of money on the wedding and little or nothing on their marriages. Because they've not been taught to think that way. Am I making sense? Each one of us is here for a particular purpose. You have to learn to ask yourselves certain questions and I want to kind of look as if I can touch on some of them. You see, the truism is that there's a tendency to start something before deciding what you want to accomplish. There is that, it happens all the time. Even in services. I, I mean, I, I, look, I, I've been doing this job for well over 20 years. And I have, I'm ever so tired of every time when we want to do any church project or anything, especially when I was in Jesus' embassy and in the redeemed system, every time people come up with projects without ever deciding what they want to accomplish if you want to sing a song today, that song and you call it a special number that song must have a purpose I don't know if you get the point I'm making it's not the song that is special, it's the purpose of the song I don't know if you get my point that's what makes it effective. It's when you decide that I want people to listen to the lyrics because these lyrics lifted me up. Am I making sense? But you notice that when you are singing, they don't hear the lyrics. So what you do is work on your tonnage. Am I making sense? To make sure that they can hear you. Then you decide, I want to add a PowerPoint. You know what I mean? Then you decide in the song, there's a particular part of the song that I want to emphasize. So you change the song and repeat that part three times. What are you doing? Am I making sense? It makes whatever you're doing more effective. But most of us, I'm sorry to say, most of us sitting in this auditorium this morning don't have a purpose that we can die for. Or? we do but we've never articulated it in other words we have not numbered for instance most of us know that if you live to be 80 people rejoice am I right I intend to pass that number comfortably I will still be preaching when I'm 80 okay that's me now that's my decision But the point is, people tell you that 80 is a good year And you are 40 right now Technically, how many years do you have left? But you want to build the biggest university in Nigeria The most successful You know you have what? 40 years So you plan that big project you want to do Based on what? The 40 years that you have left, am I right? Assuming you had this revelation when you were 12 and you are going to live to be 80. How many years do you have to fulfill the project? 68 years. So the wisdom a 12-year-old requires to build a university in 68 years is totally different from the wisdom a 40-year-old person needs to build a university. I don't know if I'm making any sense. We don't articulate our lives. We don't sit down to write down. And you know, one of the most interesting things for me, because yesterday when I was, before I came to this service this morning, I kept saying to the Lord, how can I come and tell these people about a vision for their life when I haven't written my own down? Do you know what I discovered? I had. By the time I was 30, I had articulated my life written it down i have the book till today it didn't get burnt in the fire by a miracle i had written exactly and what was most fascinating for me was that it was made up of many prophecies the lord had given me before that time many of it didn't make sense industrial suggested, suggests that one of the main reasons for project failure is inadequate detailed definition of the project. Some of us are in university and don't know why. Some of us are working for organizations and don't know why. Make it worse. Some of you are in this church and you don't even know why. There are three things: aims, objectives, and outcomes. I'm not going to teach on this this morning. I'm just want to provoke you this morning. You know, this is not. There's another guy I could have shown you. This guy. I showed you you about a year ago. This guy spends his whole life developing a freezer that works with heat. (laughs) He doesn't need it. But that is what wakes him up in the morning. I showed you a few weeks ago about a man called Michael Pritchard who developed a container that will purify water from any source. He's a multi-millionaire right now because they are buying his things in all emergencies. They are buying them like crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, his intention was not to become a multi-millionaire. Bill Gates' intention was not to become a multi-millionaire. Oprah's intention was not to become a multi-millionaire. I can dare... Their intention was not to become a multimillionaire. Can I tell you, sir, that DSTV's intention was not to become a multi Their intention was to provide a unique service. You're not getting my point. Most of us are in business to make money. And that is the worst motivation for business. You are in business to offer a service. Now, when you offer the right kind of service for the right number of people and you satisfy the needs of those people, you will ultimately make money. The aims are the overall goals of the project, statements of desired intent, the broad scope of what you intend to achieve, the objectives are the wish, how the wish will become reality. A call to a next action. To initiate a plan. And finally, the outcomes. As a result of this project, this organization will be able to... I'm not going to do that. We've done this before and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to make sure that one of our ministers comes and um, comes to share with you over a month about project management. But I want to go to this. And this is happening in church ever so often. There's a boy called Charlie Brown every time charlie brown i'm not you would have seen the cartoon peanuts most of you are not really that sophisticated you don't read things like that you read uh um, what do you read what's the name of the nigeria magazine that you read that's your that's your problem that makes you a local champion all right that's okay that, i'm not saying you shouldn't i'm just saying it limits you you know what i mean i read all i read the local one and i read the international one because i believe i'm an international citizen okay i believe i'm going to live in many countries i don't want to be ignorant when i walk into any one of them so i want to know about nigeria but i also want to know about england and america and russia and whatever because i believe one day i'm going to live in those countries and i'm also running out of time so i can't give them more than two or three weeks each anyway because i'm limited in time okay don't forget that i said 80 plus anyway so think about it charlie brown when he wants to shoot on a target charlie brown shoots the arrow Boom! Then he goes to where the arrow has entered into the wall and then he draws the target. You don't get what he does. He takes his arrow and shoots it. When it enters into the wall or whatever, he goes there and draws the target around where the arrow entered. And uh, his friend, Lucy said, that's not the way it's supposed to be done. You are supposed to draw the circle first and then try to shoot the arrow into it. And Charlie responded and said, I like what he said. He says, with what I'm doing, I always get a hundred percent. Do you know that that is what we even do in our services? We pray. And if somebody gets mistakenly healed, we say that was our intention. That's also ha- excuse me. That also happens in our prayers. You pray general prayers. And then when something just happens to happen, you say, God answered my prayer. If you want a car from God, are you bold enough to tell him the model and the color? Or will any car do? Now, some people are like that. They don't really care what the car is. Don't misunderstand me. Of course, in Nigeria, it's a little more difficult because we don't buy cars by color and by... You know what I mean? But I'm just using that as an example. When you pray, are you that specific? Or do you just shoot your your arrow? And wherever it hits, you go and draw your line and say, God has blessed me. achieve where you're going. We're doing that in the Bridge Builders classes right now. Trying to encourage people to write a personal mission statement. Because once you've done that, it's easy to know what to leave and what not to leave. about you, but most of you come here month after month. Have you ever noticed that we don't enter into a month without a theme? Without a focus? Why? Because you can keep coming to church and you preach about uh, deliverance today, you preach about salvation tomorrow, you preach about prosperity next tomorrow, you preach about that, and at the end of the day, we are so disorganized that we don't get anything out of it. And God is too big to be contained in any one service. I learned this when I was in Jesus' embassy I used to organize the Davidic praise. We will come. It's called Davidic praise. We will come. We will dance. And the first one was fantastic. We sang every song from Ron Connelly to was it Michael Jackson? Sorry. Just check it. Ron Kennelly to Don Moyen to uh, everybody that ever I mean, Joshua, I don't know whether you were there who will sing on every conceivable top, God, you are holy. God, you are wonderful. God, you are worthy to be praised. We did it first time, it was fantastic. Second time, it was boring. Third time, it was confusing. He's too big. And God said to me, why don't you deal with me in aspects I said, what does that mean? He said, well, why don't you focus on my holiness this time around? Then next time, focus on my mercy. Then sometimes focus, and you knew when you walked into the service, if you didn't receive mercy, you acquired knowledge about mercy. I don't know if you got the point I'm making. That would help you you when you needed mercy. You see, Wigglesworth said this, if you have to wait to look for faith, When trouble comes, it is already too late. You need to get what you need before you need it. That's what we're doing from next month. Leadership. In December, living a legacy. In January, we're going to talk about values. whole year. You need to do the same thing about your life. You need to do the same thing about your projects. You need the same thing about your business. What is your business trying to achieve? I'm picking on Victor this morning. Victor's job is not to collect revenue. That's not his business his job is to make sure that every family that registers with him gets the full benefit of the services, you know what I mean, that are available. Sometimes there will be mistakes that will not be Victor's mistake. That will be from DSTV itself. Victor doesn't go there and say, it's not my fault, it's DSTV. No, Victor will apologize on behalf of DSTV. Why? Because it is not of your business. What you wanted was service. But have you seen Nigeria? Something go wrong. You buy a pair of shoes from somebody. Before you get home, the, 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 the soul has cut. You take it back. You say, well, it's not my fault. That is how I bought it. You have killed your business. Because he will never come back. Not only that, he will tell at least 10 people not to come to you. But it works the other way around. The minute he returns the bag, you take it from him and you give him another one. He will tell 20 people of the good things you did. And your business begins to grow. You need to go back and find out why you're doing what you're doing. I always marvel at bankers. You get there, the cashier is rude The account officer is rude And there was this particular man He wanted to travel And so he went to his bank If you go and deposit money Or you have an account in that bank They allow you to park your car for free in the car park So he goes to the car park and tries to park his car and the security man says, are you here for a transaction? He said, no, but I have an account in this bank. I said, well, I'm sorry. If you're not coming to do any transaction, you can't park your car here. And I said, okay, no problem. Took his car to the next bank and said, I'm coming. Walked across the other bank and came to withdraw $50 million and moved it to the other bank. Security man. Security man. And that's why I look at us sometimes When I look at my own staff sometimes I tell them, you, you still don't understand when, when I was in embassy You tell somebody to come and collect their check And they come and you keep them waiting Because you have power If you told somebody to come and collect his check Better make sure his check is waiting for him If you tell somebody you're going to pay him on Saturday Make sure his check is ready before Not when he comes and Oh God no day for a seat Our country is full of that junk it has reduced us to nothing now. That those who are offering, you go to Game in Lagos. Game in Lagos, we bought the two flat screens from them. You return an item to Game within its warranty period. Nobody asks you any questions. They will take it from you and ask you, do you want your money back or do you want us to give you another one? They won't ask you. They it was you didn't use stabilizer, you didn't do this, you didn't. No, 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 no. They, won't, they will just take it back. Now, when everybody wants to buy anything, you know where they go gave. Let's put 90% of the businesses in Lagos out of business because they know how to give value for money. And more of that is coming. More of that is coming. And then most of all, our businesses begin to shut down one by one because people who understand the reasons why they are in their businesses are becoming more and more knowledgeable. Let's bow our heads. I've taken too much time already. Make up your mind. What you get sometimes on Sunday mornings or midweek services, some of you don't think it's valuable, but you apply it and see. And see whether it's true, whether this word works or not. I've been having neck pain. So I went to the hospital to do an x-ray. Two weeks ago, about a week ago. And uh, Falasha De Faro to me took the x-rays she's a a, um, physiotherapist I went to her house and I dropped it for her in the house I looked looked at it before I returned to the hospital that evening her boss came to drop her at home and she turned around to her boss and said can you quickly look at my pastor's x-ray before you go so he pulls out the x-ray map, and then he looks at the bottom and says my name is at the bottom Francis Madajemu he says I know him I'm sure if I see him I will not recognize him but he did something years ago when we were in a crisis. He was nice to us. He took care of our needs. I think it was a funeral or something. I don't even know who the guy is. And he sat there and took his notepad out and wrote medical reports for me for free. I don't even know him from Adam. But he was responding to me based on something that happened 8-9 years ago that I don't even remember and he said it was because I was nice not because I was good you want to go and see a pastor you will feel 16 forms sit in a room for what? that's not why you are here you are here because of the people if you miss that you are in trouble what about you? what about your business? Show me, teach me, open my eyes. Send those who will teach me, who will explain to me, who will help me